to a story now that a number of you were reaching out to me about last week, calling in, sending texts, saying, hey, what's going on with Quebec and the Constitution? It's a very, very interesting story. Now, constitutional crisis is a term that gets thrown around a lot these days. Not so much here in Canada, but certainly in the United States. But we may well be hurtling towards one in our own country very soon. The Quebec government, basically what it is, they have plans to unilaterally change the Canadian Constitution. Changes that would enshrine Quebec as a nation within Canada and designate its official language as French. A lot of questions about whether that's something they can even do. So let's get some answers. Eric Adams is the Vice Dean and Professor of Law at the University of Alberta, and he joins us now. Uh, Eric, thanks so much for your time today. My pleasure. I wish this was about the Oilers' uh, playoff prospects, but uh, I'm happy to talk constitutional law also. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably less complicated than trying to sort out what's going on with the Edmonton Oilers, to be honest with you. Um, The question here is, I guess, the confusion around the legality of Quebec's plan. The Prime Minister came out last week and said, from what he's heard from his legal advisors, he thinks it's okay. He said an internal justice analysis sees no issue with the plan. But then a lot of experts came out and said, no, that's not true. You can't just unilaterally change the Constitution. So where does the truth lie here, Eric? Oh, I wish it was a completely uh, clear picture. Uh, Unfortunately, like some things in life, constitutions can be complex documents with complex rules and complex histories. And there's a bit of that story going on involved here where, where everyone's looking at a different part of this constitution and saying, well, I think I have the power to do this if you read this clause this way. And so different people are looking at the same document and finding different things within it to justify their position. And so there's, there's, I think there's probably some reasonable disagreement going on about what, can, what Quebec can or cannot do. And there's probably also a fair bit of constitutional politics, good old-fashioned politics mm-hmm. going on, where uh, politicians are particularly mindful of the political calculations at work. And finally, there's there's just a bit of new territory here where this isn't something where we've had a province say they have this ability before, and so it's a little bit of uh, uncharted waters. And when you add all those three things together, um, it's, it's maybe a little bit difficult to be completely definitive. How about that for a mushy answer? But I'll <laughs> I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this. My own sense is that um, is that is that Quebec likely does not have the power that they're they're claiming that they possess. Okay, now let's talk about the power to change the constitution. We know that's something that's been bandied about in Alberta. Typically, you need to get all the provinces on. Well, not all of them, but a majority of them to to agree with whatever it is you're trying to do. Right? No province can do this unilaterally in the larger scope of things. It requires the entire federation. Correct. The uh, amending formula, and no one likes to hear those two words together, uh, the amending formula in our Constitution, which showed up in 1982, before that we actually just assumed that that Britain would amend the Constitution on our behalf. But in 1982, Canada takes control of its own constitutional document, and when you take control of something, you better have a way of of figuring out how to amend it. Mm -hmm. Um, But... That's a complicated story, and it turns out there's actually five different kinds of amending formulas within the Constitution, depending on the type of amendment you're talking about. So what you've just mentioned is you need seven provinces with 50% of the population. That's the general amending formula. That's going to be in place for lots of different kinds of amendments. But there's also a provision that says that 
provinces can unilaterally amend their own provincial constitutions. So Quebec says, well, that's all we're doing. We're just amending our own provincial constitution. There's another provision that says that a province and the federal government can do a bilateral amendment if they both agree to amend part of the constitution that just deals with that particular province. And so Quebec says, hey, we're under our uh, unilateral provincial constitution amending formula. Other people say, no, 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 you're not. You're under the general amending formula. Premier Jason Kenney takes a look at that, and interestingly, this last week he said, "Well, I like Quebec's yeah. position, um, and so uh, maybe it's uh, maybe provinces are going to be able to to pass, you know, different uh, different parts of the constitution and throw it into the constitutional document just because a province uh, says, well, that's part of our provincial constitution." So that's where some, I think, of this confusion comes from, the fact that you've got multiple amending formulas for different scenarios. So, yeah, let's let's just get into the specifics of what Quebec wants to do and why they say it is strictly a provincial issue and they don't need the consent of the rest of uh, Canada to get on board. They're talking about, first of all, saying Quebec is a nation within Canada. We're kind of at that point already, aren't we, with Quebec? Isn't that sort of where we stand, the distinct society and all the rest of that stuff? Well, there was a, a a motion that the House of Commons passed when Stephen Harper was was Prime Minister to deal with with some of the uh, strong views out of Quebec that uh, that you know basically said you know Quebecers form a nation and right. and the and the House of Commons agreed that said yes Quebec form a nation within United Canada. Now Quebec has taken that language and said well let's put that in the Constitution. Um, they've dropped the United Canada part, but the the the, the part that they're proposing to add to the Constitution says Quebecers form a nation. Maybe that's a good idea to have in the Constitution. Maybe it's a bad idea. But the question is, can Quebec unilaterally, single-handedly say, well, we've passed a law and now it's got to be in the Canadian Constitution. They say yes because they say that's just part of the provincial Constitution. I say no because when you put that language within the Constitution Act of Canada, you're not amending your provincial constitution, you're amending the Constitution of Canada, and that's what then engages the other parties in that constitutional document. I think your, your, you know, provinces can amend the Constitution of Quebec, but when you say that we're putting that clause into the broader constitution, then you're no longer talking about the the provincial constitution of Quebec, you're talking about the constitution of Canada. And things are a little stickier around the issue of language, right? Isn't there some actual mention of that within the Canadian constitution as well? That's right. So the next clause that Quebec says we're, we're adding to the Constitution says that, that French is the official language of Quebec, and there are, again, provisions in the Constitution that say that if you are dealing with the status of the language rights of uh, or the use of language in any particular province, you need the federal government to agree. So that's one, uh, you know, that, that quite clearly suggests suggests that Quebec cannot make that particular change on its own. And then, two, there's another provision in, in the Constitution which says that um, there are rights to uh, English language speakers in Quebec to use that language in the legislature, in the courts of Quebec. The Section 133 of the Constitution says that uh, all laws have to be published in both English and French. And so obviously, you know, you can't use one part of the Constitution to change another part. So, and regardless, 
it's still, you may not have to get the whole, you know, seven out of 10 provinces, 50%, blah, 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 but it still needs to have Senate approval and it still needs to go through the House in some form, does it not? That's my that's my view. Now, that's not a unanimous view, but um, I'm, you know, uh, if, you, if you ask me for what my opinion is, I say, yeah, that I'm, I'm prepared to stand behind the idea that, that could, and the confusion lies, and it is a bit confusing, is that there's a, a portion of the Canadian Constitution that, that has the label provincial constitutions, and then it lists some of the different powers and features of different provinces. Now, Quebec says, okay, well, that's the section that's, that's the provincial constitutions. That's the section we can change mm-hmm. unilaterally. And I think there that's a misread. I think that, that, again, that's just a section of the Canadian constitution. Quebec can change its own constitution all it likes. That's true. If Quebec wants to say we form a nation and we've placed that in the constitution of Quebec, then go ahead. Alberta could do the same thing tomorrow if they felt like it. But what what I do not think provinces can do is wake up and say, we've passed a law that says, you know, the Jets are the greatest hockey team uh, ever to play. We've now put that in the Constitution. That's just, you know, amending the Constitution of Manitoba, and you can read it in the, in the Canadian Constitution for the rest of your lives. Um, because because it doesn't take a genius to figure out that provinces are going to try and game the system and one-up one another um, if they have this unilateral power, and our Constitution just right. simply can't work that way. Yeah, and, and we saw, as you mentioned, Jason Kenney jumping on the train very, very quickly last week. Uh, his quote was, um, he's all good with it, because Quebec's identity as a nation is an historical and cultural reality that reflects Quebec's distinctive history and language that goes back 400 years. And he said, and I'm sure if Justin Trudeau has no problem with Quebec doing this, he'll have no problem with Alberta doing this. So he's seeing how he can play it to his political advantage. But we're not talking about apples versus apples here. And like you say, there's a lot of legality around here, so maybe Jason Kenney needs to back off a bit on this. Well, I, I think he has a couple of things in mind. One is the is the is the vague threat that he's been posing for a long time now that uh, that Alberta is going to either have a referendum on the equalization formula, or maybe now he says, "Oh, now that you know, now that provinces can unilaterally change parts of the constitution, maybe we've decided that uh, we can you know up our game on on threatening the change to equalization or other provisions in the Canadian constitution." And and again, it's not the first time that Premier Kenny has said, I want to basically play by the Quebec uh, rule book where you, you, you try and tamp down separatism on the home front while at the same time extracting as, as many concessions as you can from the federal government. The problem is, in terms of game theory, if the more provinces that play that game, the more the federation falls apart. So it, it's just not a viable option for the way that that a united country with diverse provinces can operate. Um, so, bottom line here, uh, maybe the Prime Minister needs to get a little more legal input on exactly what Quebec can't do, and this is not a done deal, uh, a rubber stamp to Quebec at this point. Well, I, I think I think again that's where the the political story plays a big role here because uh, it wasn't just. Uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, all of the major party leaders lined up and said they didn't see any problem with Quebec doing so, and they all have in mind that in the not-too-distant future, they're going to be running candidates in the province of Quebec, and of course, there are political calculations that motivate those kinds of of statements. Um, Again, it's not ultimately going to be the Prime Minister or or Parliament alone that decides whether or not this is constitutional. There there will be uh, either provinces that step up and, and challenge the Constitution 
nationality of this, or there will be groups within Quebec or others that challenge, uh, and ultimately this, in the long run, becomes an issue I think that, that courts will have to weigh right. in on. Yeah, it'll be a legal battle. Eric, great insight, a little clarification, much needed. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, my pleasure. Anytime. That is Eric Adams, the Vice Dean and Professor of Law at the University of Alberta. So it looks like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau might be out over his skis a little bit on this one in terms of whether or not Quebec can just unilaterally go ahead and do this. Constitutional scholars and experts not in agreement with that at all, saying there are certainly some issues around this. So interesting. And as Eric said, remember, remember. When a politician is speaking, he's playing politics. There is a political motivation for what they are saying. That always needs to be considered. So, does Justin Trudeau want to pick a fight with Quebec at this point in time if he's heading to a national election? Probably not.